Greetings, and welcome to the Saved by Nostalgia podcast. I love the power glove. It's so bad. No! I feel the need. The need for speed. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. Look I what you did, you little jerk. Look. I'm coming to get you. Get busy living. Don't get busy dying. You are next. And the thing is, after all these years, I still look back with wonder. Welcome into the Save by Nostalgia podcast. I'm Noel Groninger alongside Clint Schweitzer. And we are, yes, reviewing all 86 episodes of Saved by the Bell. And, uh, Clint, I think most of us have lost a pet in our lives. We go through the stages of grief, you know, whether it's denial, anger, your bargaining, depression. Finally, we've come to acceptance. That's no different for Slater in today's episode. Episode 19, Slater's friend as Slater experiences the loss of his chameleon, good old Artie boy. Well, we have all been through the stages of losing a pet, but I'll tell you, never once have I been down this road of losing a pet <laughs> chameleon, which is what we'll, uh, Slater will go through here in this episode, guys. We can't thank you enough for joining us. Hope you are enjoying everything we do. Uh, reviewing all these uh, old shows and movies, we are starting with Saved by the Bell. We have so much more to come and a lot of guests to come that are going to be joining us from the Saved by the Bell universe to uh, break down future episodes with us. We're on our own here, Noah, which... I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, because as we hit the end of season one, things are tailing off a bit. And this episode, kind of one of those that's always felt flat to me, even from when I was a kid. And guess what? Nothing's really changed. Not not a big fan of this episode, but you know what? We're here to do a job and we're going to do it. Absolutely. Uh, we just got done uh, in our last episode uh, reviewing Close Encounters of the Nerd Kind. And uh, both of us kind of remember as kids watching that and being like, you know what, I'm not really feeling it. But as 34-year-olds, I don't know, something hits. We maybe get more of the jokes that, uh, and kind of appreciate more of uh, Lieutenant Dale Thompson in that episode uh, from the UFO division. But this one, we didn't like as children and uh, didn't really hit as adults either. Uh, they start off in speech class. Uh, they're doing a speech on their best friend, my best friend. Who is it? Who are, are going to choose? Uh, I would have been interested to see Zach and Screech. Do they cho choose each other? It seems like most people are choosing pets here. Uh, no different for Slater. Um, the speech teacher got sick, so Coach Rizzo, I'm not sure what he's coach of, but he's filling in. Uh, kind of Is he a New Yorker? Is that what I'm getting here? But he's transported into L.A.? Yeah, it's kind of funny. I had that down here. Uh, it's Frankie Como as Coach Rizzo. You got, might remember him from uh, the movie Halloween 5. Yep, you're right. I didn't either. But you know what? Uh, definitely a new teacher, someone we haven't seen before. So maybe he, uh, like Slater, travels around a lot even as, as a teacher <laughs> because we've never seen him before. Definitely never again. Uh, but Coach Rizzo is in there. and he I've got a take on that later on, just kind of a little... Looking ahead, I have a take on why Rizzo may bounce around a little bit, but we'll get well, into that later. I can't wait. I've always wanted to delve into the character of, of Coach Rizzo. <laughs> We're going to be able to do that. That's Where else would you find that than right here? But he is mediating, I guess. I don't know if he's really teaching this class, but he's sort of mediating these speeches, and uh, that's where we start off here. He is uh, Slater's best friend. He gets up and does his speech as Artie the Chameleon. Uh, Slater asks Artie to give him a nosy later on. I found that very strange and just kind of out of sync for Slater's character, but maybe they're trying to make him more endearing and just not just a jock, kind of make him a more 
well-rounded character. I just, I'm not sure if that was the choice I would have gone with. Uh, it was just kind of a little too soft for uh, the Slater character for me. Uh, but Slater, he's going on a trip. He's going out of town. He's going to San Diego. I'm not sure what for. Just a fun trip, I guess, with his dad. Major Slater's back in town after uh, uh, serving over uh, in some far-off <laughs> distance. He has come back, and he's taking Slater out of town to San Diego. And Screech is hit up with the task of watching Artie. Well, the funny part here is that... Uh, Jesse actually oh, is um, <laughs> supposed to be helping Kelly with her with her speech as she's uh, doing one on her best friend as well. But Jesse can't help her because she's going to be chaining herself to a super unleaded gas pump. So uh, as her mom is going to be picketing uh, an oil company. But uh, you know what? Perfect opportunity for Zach. He pops in there. He's happy to help. Zach is literally playing with the cardboard cut out of Kelly as the beautiful creature arrives. Nope, it's not that beautiful creature. Screech pops in to sort of foil the study date here, and he is going to leave Artie with Zach for the evening, which you know that's going to spell doom. But then uh, Kelly comes in ready to uh, partake in this, uh, help with her speech. But Jesse comes through Zach's window this time. Now, this is a first, Noah. Jesse comes through Zach's window. The window's left open. She whisks Kelly away which I'm, I'm sorry, there's no other, I'm, I'm not a big fan of this term, and uh, pardon me, but for lack of a better term, um, Jesse is cock-blocking Zach here. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. He's about to embark on this study date, and then she's out of here. Yeah, I felt the same way. I wasn't going to, I thought of that term, but I, I wasn't going to use it. I'm not as daring as you are. Uh, you just went for it, and I appreciate it. I got a kick out of it. I enjoyed it. I think it played well. Uh, we'll see what other people have to say about it, but uh yeah, Jesse just comes in and uh, Zach tries to whisk, her, whisk Jesse out of his room and out here. Like, you're ruining this. Get out, get out, get out. And uh, Kelly kind of offers it up for her. Like, hey, Jesse, now that you're available, like, I can come with you. And just, yeah, sure, come on. Instead, of, Jesse's been friends with Zach seemingly forever, we hear uh, in the King of the Hill episode and other episodes. Just, uh, they've been riding their bikes as little kids. And, um, but no. Kelly or Jesse is not going to do Zach this favor and leave him alone with Kelly. She is, like you said, cock blocking him and she whisked Kelly out of the room and Zach is left there by himself. Uh, well, I guess he is there with Artie, but uh, Jesse leaves the window open, a cold drafty window. Kelly puts uh, Artie under a hot lamp. You think those would counteract each other, but apparently not. Artie is dead. We find out the next day he is dead as a doornail. Everyone thinks it's their fault, kind of interestingly, and so it's kind of a cool deal. The gang's kind of banding together and feeling really horrible about uh, what's happened to Slater's pet, not knowing how to tell him. Obviously, he's very close uh, to him. Slater says, don't worry, you know, hey, um, I, you know, they're, they're not really wanting to tell him. He says, it's okay, um, Artie's a sound sleeper, and when he's out, he's dead to the world. Of course, instead of admit that Artie's dead, Zach's Zach goes to great lengths to buy a new chameleon at the pet store to try to fool Slater. But once again, as what happened um, in the close <laughs> encounters of the, in some episodes prior, Zach doesn't let anyone else in on this. And they just bring Artie's dead carcass in a shoebox and put it in front of Slater and just kind of say, sorry, Slater, here's Artie. And uh, I just feel like Zach's going to great lengths here, but just not relaying to everybody else. Hey, I've bought this new chameleon. We're just going to pretend like this is Artie and, and move along here. I think you covered that part on purpose because the next thing is the dream sequence, and now I'm going to have to cover that. So, uh, well played, sir. Well played. Uh, <laughs> enter the dream sequence. I forgot that Belding did play the police officer in this. That part just kind of escaped my memory. Uh, he walks in and uh, 
it's it's not bad. It's not as bad as I remember. Uh, at least Belding's part playing the police officer, but uh, Slater comes in dressed as Artie, and the whole thing's just shot from there. It's over. The dream sequence is not going to be anything that you're hoping for or longing for. Going to remember uh, unless uh, you have some nightmares later on down the road. Okay, the, the, um, one thing. Slater comes in dresses already, but not as a chameleon, but as an alle- he's in an alligator suit with the he- the face cut out. You're not supposed to mention that. Peters told us not to mention that on the podcast. It's just an inconsistency, and he hope just this wouldn't be mentioned and wouldn't be called out. And you've done it, and Peters just not going to come on with us again. I- I'm afraid he's going to hear this, and he's he's not going to like it. Hey, I couldn't help it. It was just really stood out, and just has the face cut out. Slater's like flicking his tongue out like a, That's a chameleon. That's what I have here. Just, Does a chameleon even really do that? I feel I like it's like so. It, he's sticking his tongue out between the lines, and I'm just not sure what it is. To be honest with you, I'd like to give a take on it, but I, I don't know why they would put that in there. Um, I, I guess you can have that idea. Someone comes up with it, like, oh, he can stick his tongue out. That gives it more of a feel, like it's a, it's, and he's the chameleon. And but just once you see it, just cut. Like, no, we're taking it out. Just do your lines. But no, they went with it. Unfortunately, for the viewing audience, uh, Screech gets a lifetime of solitary confinement for reptilicide. Uh, and then they show him as an old man playing solitaire, solitaire, solitary confinement. Ha ha, joke. No, uh, not laughing. I, no, Sorry. Yeah, it didn't quite land for me. Uh, but I did I put two and two together, which I didn't as a kid. Uh, still not funny. But uh, Jesse left him in the path of a drafty window. So Jesse gets put on ice. Uh, Jesse is in a quite re- revealing bathing suit there. Uh, on the ice, uh, so uh, if you don't enjoy her character, maybe you enjoy uh, looking at her, maybe? I don't know. Uh, is she your cup of tea when you have Kelly in the episode? I'm not sure. Kelly left already under a desk lamp, uh, so she gets put on a frying pan and she's hopping around. There's eggs in the frying pan, which I find a little strange, maybe to let you know that it is a frying pan, if it's uh, <laughs> just kind of uh, letting you a clue, a key into what is actually happening there because I'm sure you're horrified and shocked and not really able to put two and two together of what's happening. Lisa gets off easy here. She's just given Artie dirty looks the whole time, so she just has to wear polyester. Uh, she doesn't have to sit on ice, and uh, she's not in solitary confinement for the rest of her life. She's not uh, on a frying pan scorching the bottom of her feet. She just has to wear polyester. Uh, Zach lied. Just later, but we don't get to see his punishment. Zach gets off the easiest, I guess, out of everyone. He's just crying to Mr. Belding, what should we have done? The next day, the gang are able to reveal to Slater that uh, he is, in fact, dead. I think really good acted moment by Mark Paul Gosselaar as uh, Slater just is convinced that Artie's missing and loose in Zach's room. And he's trying to tell him that he's passed away. But he was able to remain very serious and try to sympathetically tell Slater about this. And I really thought that stood out to me, Mark Paul's uh, acting there. And then something really odd is as we cut, uh, Slater really blows this off. Obviously he's hurt, but he, he blows it off and says, oh, it's just a dumb chameleon, never mind. But the next day he's he's kind of heckling Kelly um, at school as she's giving her speech. And Coach Rizzo calls Kelly, Mrs. Dollface Kapowski, and well, it is just that's that's what I wanted to talk talk it's about. Wildly Coach inappropriate. Rizzo. I yes. I am just I Coach Rizzo. Get... Why is he bounced around? Because he says, ah, "Who's next? How about you, Dollface Kapowski?" And then no. Kelly just like, you know, no. Kelly and teachers kind of have a thing. Uh, Jeremiah Lasky moving on. Uh, uh, Jeff Hunter. She's teachers, older men, um, and she's just like, oh gosh, and she was kind of digging it. So very inappropriate. We're not sure if Coach Rizzo and Kelly are having 
uh, relationship right now. Maybe that's in some episodes that we don't see in the off time. Uh, but very inappropriate and probably why Rizzo is not seen again. I'm sure this relationship is found out by Mr. Belding uh, and the higher-ups. And uh, he, he's just banished and he has to go to Siberia to teach now. Yeah, I don't think we ever see Coach Rizzo again, and probably a good thing. Um, at this point, let me just tell you, we're going to come up, we have a clip coming up that's going to portray, to me, one of the most in, insane, jaw-dropping, just unbelievable episodes of Save, moments in Saved by the Bell history. It's coming. We're going to roll the clip here in just a second. But Artie, to give you some context, is given a funeral. Yes, a funeral. Zach Morris, of course, is the pastor he says Artie didn't have an enemy in the world, but Screech says, uh, well, actually, the hoot owl, uh, which was, I thought, a funny touch. And then, Noah, the moment we're all waiting for, Jesse is going to be singing oh, a solo of the most ridiculous song ever in history. It is called Oh, Artie Boy, and let's just roll that clip. A Screech has written a song about Artie that Jesse will now sing. <clears throat> Well, <laughs> the, the the episode ends with the the gang all singing Oh Artie Boy, including Mr. Belding. Thoughts on Oh Artie Boy? Oh Artie Boy, the bugs, the bugs are buzzing. Yeah, that was horrifying. That just kind of ended an episode that just you know isn't really memorable and doesn't have a lot on a really sour note. Yeah, and. It, it just makes it just kind of hammers home. You do not like this episode. You will not like this episode and you didn't like it early on. And there's nothing at the end that's going to make you think, oh, maybe I need to go back and watch that. Cause the end finished strong. No, it ends on a sour note and you're just like, yep, don't like this episode. Yeah. It's a really falls flat for me. Not a fan of this episode. I wouldn't say one of the two or three worst ones. We know we already have screeches woman, Episodes like the Mamas and the Papas, the Babysitters, the babysitters we just did. Yes. Uh, it's down there towards the bottom. I really didn't feel any of this. I mean, obviously, I have sympathy for people losing a pet. I just think it was done kind of poorly. Didn't really, you know, feel a lot of sympathy. I think that the gang and uh, Mark Paul Gosler definitely did a good job trying to, like, make it kind of serious that they're telling him about, about his pet dying. But, man, this funeral at the end is just unbelievable in that song. I'll never forget it as long as I live, and now it's um, also a part of this podcast forever. Well, something but... I noticed at the beginning in the credits, the guy who wrote The Babysitters, which is unequivocally the worst episode of Saved by the Bell, was the producer on Slater's Friend. So there's a correlation there in bad episodes. I believe his name, I'm forgetting the last name, forgive me. It, it starts, it's Larry, Larry Barbiglia, something like that. Uh, it just really, he cannot have anything to do with uh, episodes going further. And I, he can't because we get a lot stronger episodes moving further into season two and so on. Uh, so I'm guessing Larry had to be banished from any kind of creative. His creative control card was taken away from him out of his wallet uh, when he wasn't looking. And he can have no further 
dealings with this show, maybe. He was fired, hopefully, because the Babysitters and Slater's Friend, I know he had dealings with, and those are two very lackluster episodes. Yeah, um, absolutely correct. And despite the lack of enthusiasm that we have for this episode, we hope you're enjoying everything we're doing here on the Save by Nostalgia podcast. And we are out of here for Slater's Friend, but not forever, because we're going to be coming back, of course, with our next episode coming up, which is going to be the final episode of Season 1, which is Screech's birthday. That's coming up, and then we're going to be delving into Season 2. Lots of guests coming up, guys. We've already recorded some great interviews. We have some great ones coming up. We're going to kind of keep that a secret for now. You know you've had... Uh, Peter Engel has already been joining us for several episodes. He's going to be coming back, executive producer on this show. Saved by Nostalgia, please hit that subscribe button. Google Play Music, iTunes, and of course Spotify. Noah, we love what we're doing. We have immersed ourselves in this world because of anyone I know, you and I are the ones that mostly live in this retro world of the 80s and 90s. We <laughs> never got out. This is the world we live in, and uh, we this is now, because of this podcast, where we will stay. Absolutely, whether it's Saved by the Bell, ALF, Revenge of the Nerds, all of the games and toys, video games, board games, old commercials, movies, we've got it all for you. We're going to try to have as many guests as we can from the great things that we love in the past. The nostalgia is why we're here. All of us listening to this, participating in this, on our social medias, we are always and will forever be saved by nostalgia. <laughs>